In today's podcast, I want to talk about alignment with your pastor or your leader and how it can help your ministry flourish. Welcome to the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast, where our mission is to equip and encourage worship leaders and teams and practical components of local church leadership. We're so thrilled to have you listening to our podcast, and our prayer is that it's helpful for you and your teams. If you have any thoughts or questions, feel free to reach out to us at worshipleadertoolbox.com. And we'd also be honored to have you hit subscribe wherever you're listening to us. Let's join together in today's episode starting now. Alignment is important in all aspects of ministry, from the staff and the pastors and the leaders to the leadership committees and the congregation, the church as a whole. Of course, everybody would say they want to be aligned. Well, I want to focus today on worship leader and the senior leader of a church because for those two roles, it's very, very important that alignment not only be evident, but visible because those two roles are so visible on a regular basis, kind of playing out in front of the congregation along with the congregation on a weekly and regular basis. And so when we think of alignment, we just think of being kind of moving the same direction, much like it would be if you're driving your car and it wants to keep pulling to the left or pulling to the right, you realize that you're going to need to align the wheels so that you can be moving straight without issue. Well, here are three things that alignment will prevent in ministry. Alignment will prevent the silo problem. If you're out there on your own, people are going to notice. If there isn't a connection, then it's going to be tough for there to be the kind of the the partnership and the camaraderie that brings about great things. Silo ministries some ways become so ingrown that all they really see is themselves And it's one of the reasons that um, I always want to make sure that I talk through the flow and the order and the song list and anything that we can just to make sure that in some way we are aligned on the practical kind of level. There's the other silo kind of level things that maybe get a little deeper if you uh, feel like you're leading a ministry within your church, but your pastor is, is not on board at all, or you feel like is ineffective or any of those things then you maybe have a whole nother level of things you're going to have to work out and deal with and confront. But from an everyday perspective, silo ministries that are just out there on their own aren't going to have the punch that an aligned ministry will have. One time I heard a story about a preacher who stood up and and preached that the congregation needed to move forward and, and make a difference in a new vision and a new mission and a new season. And he really focused in on moving ahead. And after he was done on his first sermon of being in that church, the choir stood up and sang, we will not be moved. And so that's a good, crazy example of why it's so important on the practical level to be aligned so that you are able to pull off, produce and put together things that are going to help people and not hinder people in worship and in growing in faith. Second thing alignment does is it prevents waste of energy and resources. If you're not aligned, you're going to be pulling too far one way or the other, like we've already mentioned. And it's really expending needless energy, trying so hard just to keep the basics going that you don't have time to do the extra 10% that's really going to make a major impact. Ministry is hard enough even when you're firing on all fronts. But if you start making decisions 
that override or negate your leader or the input of others in your ministry leadership circle, you are really going to be in trouble. And you're going to be wasting valuable resources, not only the resources of your leadership ability and their leadership ability and your calling on your life and their calling on their lives by God, but you're going to be wasting the potential that the church has to have a vision that is driving ahead and moving forward with uh, a desire to reach people and and make a difference in the community, be salt and light to help people to worship and to be connected and to serve and to grow. And there's no reason to waste all that because we just haven't taken time to do possibly the hard work of aligning. And maybe for some people watching, it's not hard work. Maybe you can say, yes, praise the Lord, we are aligned as a leadership team. But there might even be some things within that that you can say, I want to make sure this is a little more tightened up. The third thing that alignment will do is prevent low morale. There's nothing worse than an entire congregation or an entire leadership team having low morale. If you're going to have energy and momentum, you need to happily serve alongside your team. And one of the basic words for this is just sheer cooperation, which really is a good practice for any organization and any professional person serving in whatever aspect of life you're in. And you don't, you don't have to be buddy-buddy to align well with people in your ministry. And um, if you want your ministry to benefit the church as a whole, the m- main thing you need to do is start with this basic idea of just cooperating with the vision and direction of the pastor. In fact, you need to be part of that process, and there are ways that you can be involved in that. So that's just three things. There's probably many more, but three things that alignment will do is prevent the silo problem, it will prevent the waste of energy and resources, and it will prevent low morale. And in just a moment here, after this brief break, I want to share a couple ideas for how you can align. All right, we're back and we want to just talk just for a moment about how you can align with your pastor and how you might need to refresh it maybe if it's been a while. The first thing is you start with the values. You begin with what you value. Are the basics in place for your ministry together with your senior pastor and your leadership team? Is there a common heart for God's word and love for the church and for this particular congregation? In other words, are you still on board? Are the things that you value evident in the church? No situation is going to be perfect, and you can just kind of determine that right now. I know some people just have to live through that to figure that out for themselves, but you can bet that there is no perfect church. And the fact that the church is still going after all these years with all the imperfections is just a great testament to the fact that the Holy Spirit must truly be leading. Otherwise, any other organization would have folded by now after two millennia. But if there are the basic values in place, then you can overlook any little small offenses that may be creeping up now and then. And you can say the basic things are here. We're preaching from the Bible. We're preaching God's word. We have a heart for this church, a heart for this community. I feel called to be here. And so you begin with your values and meet up and talk through them and determine that, yes, you are aligned at this level and this is good. The second thing is to align with your leader is to be open-handed. The church has pulled you in and you are potentially being paid to help serve and lead. And you want to hold the responsibility with respect, but hold it loosely. 
If there's something that can be changed, be willing to work hard to figure out a way to make it work and to make the change. You want to use words like we. We did this together by the grace of God. It can't just be I. You have to hold it loosely. Be open-handed with the gifts and the calling and the desire you have in your life as you are serving alongside this church. The third thing is you want to become comfortable with critique, criticisms, and suggestions. If you really want to grow deeper with a team of people, and especially your leadership team, you have to grow comfortable with critique. And that's not always easy for everybody. Some people have a personality where they want people to be happy, and they don't want to say anything that's going to uh, hurt somebody's feelings. Well, the fact is, is that you might want people to be happy, but they aren't going to be near as happy if they plow through for a decade at a level that isn't acceptable in terms of the gifts that they could truly work with because nobody was comfortable enough to confront them and encourage them and critique what they have going. Too often when somebody is gifted, they kind of ride a long time on just barely doing what they need to do to accomplish what it is. An example is if you're a great guitar player and singer, it's easy to ride along hardly ever practice, hardly ever work very hard on a song or a a strum or whatever you need to work on because you have that gift. But as a result, without somebody maybe critiquing a moment where you got stale or things kind of seem the same or you did this or did that or you didn't have it all together, then you are able to ride quite a while and you might feel like that's a happy place to be. But true happiness for most people who are serving in ministry, paid or volunteer, will come when they are challenged and they see growth and they see success as a result of that. You have to become comfortable with critique, suggestions, and criticisms. And this goes both ways. You don't want to just go off and rail on your senior leader or people that serve with you, but you have to be comfortable receiving it and giving it. Matter of fact, point blank, as quick as possible and as as private as it needs to be. And There's all kinds of information about how to do that. I'm not saying I'm an expert at that. In fact, I lean toward the side too often of just kind of uh, being the cheerleader through and through, but I do appreciate it whenever leadership in my life comes to tell me something. The last thing is to align your values is to keep leading well. In ministry, you're always going to have people that you are leading and people that you are following. There's going to be leaders above you and people serving along with you and leaders below you that are looking to you, and you need to be comfortable with both, but for sure, keep doing your job well. It will speak volumes for your connection and your alignment with the pastor overall. When you're doing your job well, then the alignment issues become things that are like really, really awesome and really crucial. The things that are going to help push through a season or a, or a plan or a series or whatever it is that you're going to be doing. You don't want to have to Your pastor doesn't want either to have to work on aligning on the basic things like when you're going to show up or how you're going to accomplish the basic aspects of your job. Those things every once in a while do creep up and there's tweaks and process changes and all that kind of stuff. Systems you got to work on, but, but you don't want to always be just barely aligning. You want to be aligning on the big things. And when, when you are doing your job, well, all the basic stuff is taken care of. And then you have opened up space in your life, your calendar, and your conversations to work on the things that are really going to move the ball down the field. 
Well, a quick word on a couple of pastors I've worked with. I've been on staff at the same church for a little over 20 years now, I guess. And um, I've been with, in worship leading, many multitudes, hundreds of pastors and leaders over the years. But I've pretty much, at the current church, I've worked with two pastors. One of them was my dad. So my dad was a pastor here for nearly 30 years, and for about half of that time, I served along with him in a part-time worship leadership status. And um, that's probably a whole nother podcast at some point, the dynamics of serving as a family within ministry. I know a whole bunch of churches have that scenario. But it was a different outlook because alignment with a family member brought a whole new level of, of probably good and bad. There was a lot more openness in the conversation, a lot more opportunity for conversation within the church and without. And I, I appreciate and praise the Lord for all those times and for all that I learned and for all the ways that uh, he served, led, and modeled. And then now for the last several years, I can thankfully and confidently say, at least from my perspective, that I'm also aligned with the current pastor. I'm grateful for his leadership and his work to stay um, engaged and in the loop and to keep me in the loop and um, maybe I should have brought him on the podcast here and he could share his perspective. Maybe we could do that another time. But I do praise the Lord for the opportunities to be aligned. It's not just for the sake of being able to grow or just for there to be a smooth ride as you're serving. But really, alignment is a byproduct of people who are faithful to the Lord, are seeking his will, and living out the calling on their lives. And as we do that, we are more in tune with who God wants us to be and how God wants to work through us to serve the churches we're in. It is a gift to your people and your family and yourself and your team and your congregation to be aligned with your pastor. Well, I want to thank you so much for listening today. Thanks to each of you. It's great to be connected. And a big thanks to everybody who is sharing this podcast and you're subscribing to it and rating it also really helps the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast. I'm praying for you, your leadership in worship ministry. I'm praying that you can continue to be encouraged to keep calling your team and your church to deeper places and keep lifting up the name of the Lord. Thank you.